one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Redmen TV. It's the instant match reaction after Liverpool beat Bayern Munich 3-1 away at the Allianz to get through to the Champions League quarterfinals for the second time under Jurgen Klopp. Ross joins me for this one. Ross... Yeah, <laughs> we're through. We're through. What a fantastic away European performance that was! Oh, it's phenomenal. Um, it's not the metal, heavy metal football no. that we all wanted. I don't think any of us expected it, especially when the, the team news was announced. I think even we all lost our collective shit when yeah. we found out Fabinho wasn't starting the game. That was a bit of a worry. Um, <laughs> it does say sounds fucking terrible. Henderson got injured. And he, he came I on know. and kind of. We'll never know whether whether the original midfield was the right decision, I suppose, but Fabinho was fantastic, wasn't he? I thought he was fantastic, and he put in performance that I wanted, the performance that we all expected. He put himself about, he was, you know, just doing what he has been doing for weeks of putting in vital blocks, the interception, putting himself about, putting Lewandowski on the floor, like, yeah. fairly or unfairly at times, but he's still still making himself known that, that, that he's there. Um just, just phenomenal. <laughs> just, I've, I've just lost for words. Yeah. I think uh, even going into the game, I was like, I wasn't nervous. I wasn't very excited because all your eggs in one basket with the Premier League and being involved in the title race. And I was finding it hard to get geared up for that game. And what part of me was like, I wasn't asked if we went out, but I was like, it's no embarrassment going out to Bayern Munich. Uh, but no part of me thought we were going to go out there and, and no. score three goals, uh, no, given, given the defensive performance that they put in at Anfield. Yeah. And again, we spoke about this before the game of I'm so surprised at how they set up at Anfield and it's come back to bite them on the arse. Yeah, definitely. I think I think the way they looked at it, and I could see it from both perspectives after the first leg, was because I always fancied us to score tonight. But at the same time, I'm sure the way they were looking at it was the way we'd be looking at it. Whereas if we'd gone to the Allianz in the first leg and drawn nil-nil, we'd have backed ourselves to win at home you know, in the second yeah, leg. Yeah, I suppose, so I yeah. think that's probably the way they were looking at it and that's why they set up there. But you, can't... but you leave the door open, especially when we're going like this. And, it, and it's interesting because, as you say, I didn't expect us to score three goals tonight either, purely because of the way the game started. Now, within the very early stage of the game, you could almost begin to see why he picked that midfield because it was it was such a cagey start to the match. Nobody wanted to overcommit. You know, everybody, uh, the commentators said it a few times, you know, we seem to be respecting each other very well. Nobody wanted to really go for it because the first goal was obviously crucial as we learned, you know, from, from, from when the goal was actually eventually scored. So you could see, you could begin to see the first sort of signs as to why he'd, uh, why he'd picked that midfield. But 
I thought Fabinho, when he came on, was one of the best players on the pitch. And look, you know, the first real chance was the Sadio Mane goal. Let's just talk about it and appreciate it because it's absolute sex. The bot, the but the pass, the shimmy, the finish from start to finish is one of the best goals of the season. Well, before that, mm. we were joking around because I think Bayern Munich had played a crossfield pass. Yeah. And he just went out for a throw-in. Yeah. Then he started to get all the build-up. We kind of pass it round the back and we keep in possession. Virgil van Dijk tries 50, 70-yard balls all the time. He yeah. kind of sprays them out to the wings. Yeah. But for, to find Sadio Mane with that run yeah. against one of their centre-halves, the touch, first of all, when the ball's coming over your shoulder and you're trying to fend off a defender, you've probably got Neuer coming out because he's a sweeper-keeper. But to have the, the now the ability, the confidence, you just, just take a touch bring it down, and then sell Neuer, one of the best goalkeepers in the world and has been for over a decade, yeah. so for a fucking hot dog to turn him, and then to chip the ball in between two defenders and put it in the back of the net. I just thought it was, was incredible. It was yeah. like, <laughs> I think we all went up in stages going, Yeah, the goal yeah. reactions will be out yeah. on YouTube, if not already, but at some but point, we, some of them are amazing. We did yeah. the same thing for the replay, <laughs> no, yeah. just going, oh, 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 oh God. Um, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of interesting noises were made tonight. End of, the, end of the season, there will be a compilation of Liverpool goals on Pornhub, I'm, I'm sure of it, because like, <laughs> that put, is put that in there with Gene Van Alden. But again, Van Dijk... It's the way, I mean, Neuer, obviously, down the years has been one of the best I don't know what he was doing out there. the best goalkeeper in the world yeah. I don't know A I don't know why he comes to that ball but really you know he will look back on that tonight and say oh my god I, like <sighs> one thing I will, I will take from tonight when I saw the, the midfield three and I get people go it's the Brexit midfield blah 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 that midfield did a majority get us to the Champions League final last season yeah. I get Fabinho as a better midfielder and I'd, I will put him in there but people always say about lack of creativity and I've been saying this for, for a couple of days now and I told you so sort of thing but our creativity comes for our wingers and Van Dijk. So I, I understand both arguments. No, I'm not saying there's a right I, or wrong. I, agree and I, don't, I think I, you have to take into consideration when you're playing an, an attacking unit and a, a power force like Bayern Munich, mm. you can't all go like I agree whatever. with that. You know, the, the wingers are very creative, and we saw that in the third goal from, from particularly Mo Salah, obviously. You know, I meant the fullbacks. So it's Trent, Trent, oh, right, Trent, okay. Trent and Robbo. You've got Trent no, and Robbo with the bomb forward. So those midfielders come back and, right, and, okay, and fill those gaps yeah. in. And the, the, tactically, they're shooting off and, and in there to, to be able to do that, all three of them to protect. But no, the point I was going to make was, I think Fabinho is a lot more creative than people give him credit for. I oh, yeah, think he no, can yeah, play yeah, the yeah, passes sorry, yeah, that Henderson yeah. can't. Oh, yeah. so, so, so I think even though, the, and this is why, look. And Van Dijk. And Van Dijk, yeah, but this is, this is what I mean where, you know, that midfield is great. And, and for the record, I don't think it did get us to the Champions League final last season because we had Ox for a lot of that run, and I think Ox was. That's why I said part of that midfield. midfield. So, so you know, it played in the second leg against Roma and it played in the final. But you know, I think what we what we get with Henderson is with Fabinho, you get everything you get with Henderson. You get all the good closing down. You get all the good and the creativity, and the, but you get another layer yeah. of creativity on top of that. And that's why for me, I mean, you know, we we were playing on the PS4 upstairs when the team were out. I was really deflated by the team who's coming out. Not because I don't like Jordan Henderson. I don't have an agenda against Jordan Henderson like a lot of Twitter does. But I just think that Fabinho's that better Fabinho player. is just a yeah, yeah, is, yeah. And that's why I was so disappointed. I'm not saying I'm glad Jordan Henderson went off injured. I think <laughs> he'll be fine. I nearly said that before. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. it's not, in hindsight. It's not that, no, yeah. but hindsight's a wonderful thing. I, like you said, had he not gone off, yeah. would we be sat here being so yeah, fucking happy now? Never, you don't know. know. It would have been great. I mean, it doesn't matter now, but it would have been great if we could have just held firm until half-time. I thought, you know, obviously they get the goal through Matic. Robertson seems to switch off, although BT being BT, we missed the goal. We missed, they get a free kick 
and then <laughs> the somehow it's in, in our box, box yeah. and then it's playing across and Matic it what, What's mad about that that whole free kick thing? That was it's frustrating because that was when Lewandowski shoved. Fabinho, yeah, yeah. You should have been on the floor, mm. and then that was the next thing we should have seen replays of that. Yeah. Next thing was in our goal. Robbo, they can't switch off for that, and it wasn't the first time when it's happened. But again, maybe you can say this now because we won the game, but I think you can make exceptions sometimes for Robertson because he is that good. He's prone to mistake. And I've seen Joel Matter getting a lot of flat because I think he nearly did it against. Uh, Man United, and there was, yeah. I think sure there was another game where he did it. it might have been Porto. Yeah, I think Sam Maguire tweeted that that, that Matic's been trying to score yeah, yeah. for the last six weeks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sure Leanne Prescott did the same thing. I think she joked about it and got, got a bit of stick about it. Uh, I did see own Joel on the yeah. thing, which made me laugh. Um, I don't think it's his fault. Again, you pointed it out when we were watching the well, game. Well, I think Lewandowski's tapping yeah, it anyway. If, so he puts his foot in, whatever, so it's not his fault. Again, Robertson switches off. They did show the highlights again on, on BT afterwards. And uh, Van Dijk doesn't switch off, but he doesn't see the run to give yeah. Robertson the shout and they kind of both miss it or whatever. But, you know, it was fair credit to, to buying it. Was, it was a great ball. And I think... They, they get a bit lucky because Robertson gets back and then for it to go past Robertson yeah. and to go through Van Dijk's legs and then turn up at Matip, again, you know, there's always going to be an attacking threat for Bayern yeah. Munich, but wasn't enough, Ben. No, it wasn't. And going into the second half then, you, I mean, again, this is this is clearly a different Bayern Munich team to the, to, to the teams that we've seen in recent years. But going into the second half, you expect so much more from Bayern Munich. You expect them to play. They've got to go for it. They've got to score again. But really, until we scored, there wasn't there wasn't a clear cut chance for them. They, no. they, they didn't. I can't. I mean, I'm, it's failing me. I can't think of any. Um, besides, besides, besides that goal, own goal. Joe, I thought Joe Matip had another brilliant game. Mm. And uh, again, we said this um, wasn't on the build up. We were playing discussion this week of the form he's come into recently. And I, I get people have worries with him. Uh, Burnley, okay, he wasn't the best, but he had some bad touches. But again. I'm going to sound like Klopp, but the wind came into force there and think yeah. you kind of take that into account. It's your fourth choice centre-half. Yeah. He's a pretty damn good fourth choice centre-half. He's a really good choice. Or maybe third, whatever. But people, some people prefer Lovren over him. He comes yeah. in. I think I think he's done a really good job. Um, Lewandowski, he had a really tough battle with him. One of my criticisms of Joel Matip has always been he's not physical enough. And I thought he was yeah. tonight. Yeah. You know, uh, Martinez, Rodriguez... Um, Lewandowski, you know, he was just—he was up for a battle. He was up for the fight from the word go, yeah. um, up until the point where I think Lewandowski was just falling over for the fun of it. In the end, he was getting. A and it is, up. and it is important that we give Matip and whoever's playing alongside Van Dijk credit when they play well, because it's so easy to just talk about Virgil Van Dijk. And we're building. Because, well, and we're going to, um, because that goal. I mean, the the corner prior to the goal is the one where Trent pretty much almost puts it in directly. And then, and then Neuer, Joel goes yeah, in. Joel, Joel goes <laughs> in. Um, but then, what ahead of Virgil? I mean, the the one criticism, like sort of, before Christmas, like basically throughout the whole of 2018, I suppose, after his goal against it, was that he didn't have enough goals. You know, he didn't score enough goals. Do you know what he did? He's now starting to add that to his game. Yeah. What ahead of that is? He teased us with his debut, didn't he? So yeah. There's a header against yeah. Everton. Yeah. You've got to wait a bit now. Yeah, yeah. You've got to, you've got to let me do everything he does, else. He does it in big fixtures. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he'll do, he'll do it in the next round. It'll be fine. Um, and for all, well, leading up to that, I was getting frustrated again with our sh- well short corners, doing corners that are going not past the first man. Mm. And just think, I think he even joked about it during the game, going, just someone would just put one in the fucking net. Yeah. And he had two defenders on him. You know, he just timed his jump perfectly. And that's that's what got him the ball in the end. And to direct it, get the power behind it. Yeah. Well, there's never, never doubt he's, he's no. never going to be able to do that. Um, and to get it past Neuer again. 
Yeah, is, it's, is, well, is it's, a good, it's right. It's, it's down. It's you know, it's off. It's down off the ground. But it has to right be in the corner. Yeah, exactly. Because so it's such an intelligent header as well as a well executed one. I mean, mm. we could sit here and talk about Virgil Van Dijk all night. If you want to hear my thoughts on Virgil Van Dijk, find the instant match reaction from after Everton where I wax lyrical about copy it. and paste. Yeah, it's it's the exact same thing every time. Mm. Um, if Bayern didn't look sort of um, inspired before that goal, afterwards they just looked like a beaten team. Do you know what? Going to the second half, I know you said like try and keep it one nil. They still have to score two goals, and I was like, they have to come out and play now anyway. Okay, it was one one at the time, yeah, but yeah. in the second half, like they still have to come out and play. Yeah, they yeah. have to start taking chances, and then I, I think that's. Do you again, think it was Bayern Munich sort of not not um, getting arrogant, but you know, for a team like Bayern Munich, you've been so successful and you're dominating your league for so many years. Do you think there's just an, a sense of? A feel, a feel of inevitability within the team where they're going, well, a chance will come eventually. We don't have to go, you know. Do you think they, they, they get d- used to, no, to the chances becoming free-flowing? No, because in all the build-up to the, the um, fixtures being drawn, mm. and it's been... Ready to pop the question? The jewellers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. said since that no one wants Liverpool. No, no. Because of our attacking threat. And now we've got the, the, the defensive side sorted out and have done all season. Okay, you can argue the attack hasn't been as free-flowing as it has, was last season. But you can't just say, oh, we'll be fine for a bit because we'll take our chance to Liverpool aren't going to score. They defended really well at Anfield. And again, I was really surprised that's what they did. And they, again, they probably maybe they did thought, OK, we're at home, advantage on our side. But you can't write this Liverpool side off. You can't write off oh, Mosel and Marnie, Firmino, and whoever else is coming in, in afterwards and the, and the way they've been playing. Um, they used to overstretch themselves, I think, yeah. because they had to go for a goal. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think that's what they used to. I don't think they used to happen to go, OK, we need to pluck ourselves down against quality opposition and we need to go for a goal as well as doing the defensive duties. And you saw after 2-1, which is what you were getting at, they were knackered. Yeah. They were knackered. They were knackered and mentally drained. And it got to the point where we were just passing balls around. This is before the third goal, by the way. Just passing the ball around and it just, like, I think the commentator said it, going, they look, they look deflated, they look yeah. beat already. They, they absolutely did. And obviously, 
even after that, I mean, we had the we had the Salah to Mane chance that you know the Salah probably should pass, you know, <laughs> and that and, and it's that one that happens before then the third goal, which Salah does pass and passes brilliantly, mm. and, and Mane heads that one in as well. What a ball that was! Um, but yeah, it was just we were just in complete control. We could have had another couple, I suppose. Yeah. I, I, again, Salah I didn't score, but I've said this. If, he was uh, he was I, good. He yeah, was, I think I, I, I did a Q and A on Facebook before, and someone was like, "Oh, Salah needs to step up." I was like, "He's been playing really well." Yeah. Okay, you can argue Everton and Mississippi, Man United, he wasn't great. But there's other games like Watford, Bournemouth, okay, you might say it's big teams. Even tonight, he wasn't at his best. But he keeps going, he keeps making runs, he keeps creating chances, he keeps making space for someone else. And towards the second half, some of his touches, I thought he was like, mm. he's almost taking the piss like It's like he's got a bit of confidence back in him there. And that chance you were talking to where he should have passed to Mane. He's just desperate for a goal. Yeah, but it's it? like, it's hard lines. Yeah. At some point, I know it can cost you games when you're kind of being that selfish and the pass is on. But it was like he could have gone down in that case because someone made the tackle from behind and he, he just tries to kick it and I think yeah. someone just gets in there in front of him. Yeah. And then <laughs> when he chooses to pass, it's the outside of the boot, just just mm. over Hummels yeah. in between Neuer, so he can't he can't come out and go and get it. And then Marnie's just, just got to like just put it so well weighted. Yeah. yeah, it's brilliant. I suppose just um, if the final sort of talk about the game itself, you know, the one sort of jot on the evening was Andy Robertson being booked right at the end. I thought, you know, I just we've just recorded we're recording this just after Jurgen Klopp's spoken to BT. He made a good point. It was a bit I mean, I know it's probably a booking in the context of the laws of the game, but given the situation, you've got a minute to play. Did the referee really need to book him there? You know, the, the ball's going nowhere. It, it's, I know, was all right about it until James went Moreno and I was like, yeah, fuck that. Yeah. Cannot be asked of that. So it, Gomez it, might it, be back though, so you may see Milner we'll there. But depends I, who we draw. It, it depends who we draw, and it depends what what way around the draw is. So if effectively, if we were say we were behind, Robertson got booked in the first, like he missed yeah. the second, like and we need him more then. Yeah, I think we can get through a first, like whoever it is, yeah. without Robertson. And I'd rather have him for the second leg. Like, yeah. In that case, obviously, I'd rather have him for fucking. Both. Well, it's just a shame because it, that wouldn't have been the case because all the bookings would have got wiped after tonight. So. So he would. He was one booking away from missing a game if he'd got that booking know, in the course of fact that so he wouldn't have missed the second leg. We, we had no Van Dijk for the first leg. Yeah, so no, we'll yeah, the next that's round, true. So. We kept a clean sheet, yeah. so you'd know, you'd you'd hope so. Um, what do you think? This I've not got this in the agenda, but it's just sort of come to mind. What do you think this means really for our season in terms of over the last few weeks? There's been a little bit of negativity about some results and. You know, it's not been great. You would say that we've had, you would define this last few weeks as a bit of a blip for us, particularly with the draws with Leicester and West Ham. But this tonight has got to be such a confidence boost. Going away to Bayern Munich, winning 3 1, winning convincingly. Going into Sunday, Fulham away. If we win, City playing the FA Cup, we're top of the league again with a game, with having played a game extra. That doesn't matter to me. How much if this, this the, you can't prepare better, can you, for a situation like that? I, th- I think it's it's huge. It's huge for the for the club. It's huge for the players. But more importantly, I think it's huge for for us mm-hmm. uh, as fans because even the people that are most positive, and that's a lot of people that are in this building, a lot of people that we know, are largely not that they weren't asked about tonight. But you can see like oh, we went out to be sound. You know, mm-hmm. again, there's that conversation of well, City will have more games than us to be yeah. sound. No, he's just got that feeling about going to smashing Porto. Momentum, isn't like, it? Yeah, yeah it's like momentum. last season. So, yeah. like the Everton, Everton fixture, it's another momentum going into the business end of the season. And I think it's got something we, got, we can all be excited about. Everyone's on a high right yeah. now. And it's the highs that, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i not an athlete, I'm not a football player, instead I talk about it. But I can imagine, and having played football at some level, even Sunday league level, 
when you're doing well and you've got the momentum, it kind of you kind of forget about the tiredness mm. because you just you just having fun playing the game and you're having you you you're really enjoying playing with the players on the, you know you get into a situation where the team chemistry is so good you're dying for the other fellas on the pitch and you you kind of forget the legs the the jelly legs you know you want to mm. you can push yourself that extra ten minutes because the momentum's there you know you you've got the you've got the next round or the next trophy in your, in your sight you know you can almost touch it and i think that winning tonight or losing tonight rather only would have slowed us down if anything to be honest yeah, looking yeah, back no, right yeah, now that, you know yeah. because you, if, especially if you go out especially having taken the lead if you if you take the lead and then we went out tonight you'd, we'd just be so gutted we'd be so deflated yeah. and you the last thing you want then is another tough away trip on sunday but now we've go, got the momentum going into the game None of that was my concern. I just didn't think of it like that. No, and, neither and, did I. But and, now and, in and, and it was like, yeah. obviously, thinking about an extra three games, we can catch up with yeah. them by doing that. And I was like, going, no, fuck it. You know what? Yeah. We, can, we can go for both of these. Yeah. And why shouldn't we? And that's the mindset of Klopp. There's no doubt in my mind that Klopp would have gone, oh, what we thought of going, yeah. well, we lose this, we can catch up with City. He's gone, no, fuck this, we can, we can do both. Yeah. Well, he alluded to that in his press conference yesterday, didn't he? Because he, he was asked about, again, he was asked the question of, you know, will it benefit Liverpool to, to go out here, you know, and do all that? And he sort of had a go at the guy asking the question, saying, well, I I think that that question is only asked to the manager of the right, okay, football yes, club, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and and you know when and when the comments have come from pundits from the Manchester United, that you know, alluded, you know, sort of taking a jib at Gary Neville, but you know, it's all about. It doesn't matter the extra games. I think I think that's my that's my sort of new take on it. I think before the game, I agree. You know, I, I was in the mindset of look, I want to go through, but I, I won't be gutted if we don't. But now I'm thinking, I'm feeling the high that and the optimism that Massive. I'm feeling. Yeah. yeah, but like right now, from so imagine what the players yeah, are. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. So onwards and upwards, the draws on Friday. Yeah, who do you want? Um, Ajax, Porto, Juventus, Barca, United, City, Spurs. I would prefer to stay away from an English club. If yeah, I'm being completely yeah, yeah. honest. I, well, for me, it's it's anyone but United. I don't want to play United at all, and that's definitely going to be chopped up by twelve o'clock on Friday afternoon and put out all over yeah. Twitter because we've drawn United away first. I mean, Ajax um, is the away day. Ajax is the Ajax Am- is probably Am- the Am- one. Am- yeah. A lovely place. Plus, um, yeah, this time of year, it's, it's, it's absolutely. Do- I've never been. Have you not? So. Oh, I, I, I might go though. Ch- I might go though. Clogs. Yeah. yeah. But- Thanks, that, Bailey. Yeah, that, yeah. Um, Trying to keep it yeah. cultural. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, yeah, but it's obviously the two that stick out are Ajax and Porto. Um, I wouldn't mind not playing Porto, I suppose, because we played them last season, but the, you know, we, 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 we overran them last season. Part of me wants Juventus because of Ronaldo. Listen, Part of me wants Barcelona because of, because of Messi. Anybody? The majority of those teams who've, who've watched that tonight. Yeah, who probably, Yeah, won't want us again yeah. either. But then again, that's that's what you're playing. It's all, all the teams that are in there deserve to be in there yeah. and absolute quality. Look at Ajax, they knocked that Real Madrid, deserve yeah. to be in there. Absolutely. United, as much as you hate them, all the injuries that they had, they beat a PSG side. Yeah. Okay, they were arrogant and they were cocky, but they still they still got through. Yeah. Spurs went and spanked Dortmund home and away. Yeah. And Dortmund were flying in the Bundesliga. I think they're level on points with, with Bayern Munich now. So besides City, we know what City are capable of. I, I'd, I'd rather not play them again. Yeah, no, probably not. Um, but it's going to be tough. One last question for you before we wrap up. Mm. All four English sides made it through. Yeah. And I know, obviously, you know, there are rivals and all that. But is there, like, I don't know, there's a small part of me, even though it's United and even though it's City and even though I can't stand those two clubs, Spurs I don't mind as much. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's a small part of me that's like, yeah, all the English sides are through. That's good. It's like, I'm, like, happy. Do you, do you um, get it? Or is it good for English football, but also, like, 
you know, we're representing. Our, I don't know. It's, I don't know whether that's a. Dead, I'm not a patriotic I don't, issue, know, I don't know whether that's a dead Brexit view. I don't know whether it gets to look like, English, part, mate, yeah. part of me is like, oh well, you know, we're I, representing. I, I get, no, I understand. But, I understand the sentiment, but. I don't give a fuck about anyone else right now. Yeah, yeah. So I get through a split second thought, yeah. Oh, it's quite nice to have through, but I'd rather not play any of them, and I'd rather none of them were in it. Oh, yeah, apart, yeah, apart yeah. from us. No, that's absolutely fine. Look, we'll wrap up there. Um, thanks for joining me. Liverpool are through to the quarterfinals of the Champions League. Let us know in the comments below who you want in the quarterfinal. Other than that, subscribe to the channel, like the video, and tell us what your thoughts on the game as well. And we will see you next time. Goodbye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.